everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a huge fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 156. 156. James, how are you? I'm pretty good, Johnny. Uh, can't complain. I hit the lowest weight I've been in my adult life this morning, so that was very exciting. And wait, you know the lowest means? weight you've been in your adult life, like so, like, like since the last college. time you since wow. college. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. You know what that means? I get to eat out tonight, and I'm ordering so much fucking unhealthy food. It's gonna be sick. This is. This is what you do when you're trying to get healthy, right? Is you just keep yo-yoing and treating yourself when you hit new goals, right? I think, I think yo-yoing works. is healthy in every capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be great. This, now, this weight that you're currently at, are you uh, happy with it? Would you like to get down further? Would you like to... I would, I would like to get down further. My goal is another 10 pounds. Okay. And that'll yeah. be like Jimmy's in immaculate shape. Yeah, that'll be like Jimmy's ripped up like Jesus. Actually, that'll be That's great. That'll be I can say the thing that I've been waiting my entire adult life to say, which is I'm 6'5", 220, and there's one of me. So that's great. That'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be the best. Uh, I love it. Well, and then I can disappear the... forever. Sure. Cannibalism? Oh no, I'm just going to be in the wind. I'm going to live oh, off I the see. land. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. Got it. Well, you could also be a cannibal if you wanted to. It's true. It's it's an option that I'm going to keep open. You know, I'm never right. going to close that door. You want to introduce our guest? <laughs> uh, I sure do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. I'm five nine two hundred, and there are thousands of me, probably millions. I I'm a very copyable body type. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. How are we doing, boys? Oh, pretty good. Doing all right. Johnny, I didn't ask you how you were before you rushed me into uh, introducing the guest, but how are you, bud? I I'm asked doing first, pretty well. just for the record. <laughs> what did you ask me first? How you are doing. I don't think you did. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, no. I, we Wind we, it back. Let's revisit yeah. the tape. Uh, things are good. I... Uh, I'm not the skinniest I've ever been, and I my cardiologist today. I see him so much; it's upsetting how much I see him. It's because you have a hole in your heart, John. Yeah, it's because your heart yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But have I don't a like better co-pays. heart, and then you don't have to see a cardiologist. Right. Yeah, well, copays are bad, but yeah. But so is having every a time I go heart. in. I go in, and uh, he's like, "Hey, how you feeling?" I'm like, "Pretty good." And he's like, "All right, well, I'll see you in six months." And then I pay them sixty-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which is an extremely you say like, high copay. You you say it like that, and now it yeah it does sound like they're taking you for a ride, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with me. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't I can't wait until you have a heart attack because you didn't see the doctor for three years, and then you, and then you go oh sixty five dollars. <laughs> the last the last thought that runs through your head is sixty five dollars. You know it, what you can a- buy with sixty five dollars. <laughs> a lot of really good food. You you saying I feel fine reminds me of that Dr. Spichemin quote where he's like, science is whatever we want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that uh, the truth? Other than your um, stupid heart, how's the how's the move? 
the move is good. I'm feeling better than I was last week on this podcast where I was annoyed <laughs> with the move. There were a lot of cardboard boxes I had to get rid of, and we got yeah, rid of them. Is, this is the first uh, week in a long time that it doesn't look like absolute chaos behind you. It just looks yeah. like you are living in a nice place. <laughs> yeah, no, everything's good. It's a very good apartment. I'm very happy here. Uh, overall, things are very good. I cook. I've been cooking in the apartment for the first time this week. I have all my kitchen stuff where I want it. Uh, nice. Made some turkey you, burgers last night with some uh, with some uh, what's it called cowboy caviar? Is that what the yeah? The thing that you like, James? Cowboy yeah. caviar with like the beans and the corn and the everything. Mm-hmm. Call it CBCV. Uh, ah, surprising, su- surprising amount of sugar in that in that dish. Oh, yeah. I didn't use any sugar. Oh well, then you didn't make it right. <laughs> <laughs> James's version uses Hershey's Kisses and peppermint patties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deconstructed take five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, any other cooking highlights, Johnny? Yeah. What was mm. the inaugural? What's the inaugural meal in the apartment? Yeah. Uh, the first night we ate Chick Fil A while we were unpacking. Very nice. Very and very also nice. with you. Yes. <laughs> oh, actually, no, that's not true. We had leftover Chinese wow. food. Lying, lying to our to our this listeners. This piece up. of shit. Well, okay, so believe we did this guy? Christ. We didn't God, move ask him a right question. Away. And you can't give you a straight answer. I mean, this is fucking pathetic, dude. <laughs> I'm going to keep moving on and ignore you. I, we moved in, <laughs> and we weren't fully moved in yet, so we were like slowly bringing stuff in before the official move, and we had a little bit of like leftover Chinese. Mm. See, this is why moving... This is the best... Bless you. Bless you. This is... Oh, Jesus. This is... <laughs> Enough, Johnny. I think, you need to go see, I think you need to go see an ENT instead of the heart <laughs> yeah. guy. You know what I mean? The heart guy, aka cardiologist. Jamie, you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is the one part of moving that is fun. Is like any rules of eating just go straight out the fucking window. So you're like Chinese Chick Fil A. It's like whatever, whatever's easy and fast. We're gonna do it because like none of our stuff's unpacked. We've been moving like physically moving stuff all day it's a great it's a great reason to just indulge for a short time yeah and it's nice too because like you do that for a couple days and then i'm kind of sick of it and then i unpack all my things and like i'm like oh okay i'm excited to be in a new kitchen so yeah you're actually excited to do the right thing the whole progression was very good and then we also got a peloton so we can be insufferable I've been Johnny. riding my little. I've been riding my little bike. They gave me a free shirt that I've been wearing, which has been fun. <laughs> oh, and dude, by free, I'm I mean just... it cost thousands of dollars for this shirt, and they gave me a bike free. Yeah, yeah. I truly would love if you were one of those guys who like gets fully dressed in the aerodynamic cycling gear, You're right. just You're really to ride like the Lance peloton. With I wear the helmet with the weird back like point. <laughs> yeah. In case I fall uh, yeah, off you... this stationary bike. You, you, does the shirt say "Ask me about my Peloton"? No, unfortunately, it says everything but the "Ask me about my." Oh, <laughs> it just <laughs> yeah, it just says Peloton. So, so almost none of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It has the logo. That's it. <laughs> uh, bike riding a stationary bike is uh, nice. You can, if you want to, not do it at, like the program or whatever. You can also like read a book. You can just yeah exactly, and it's it has been really nice. Like I feel like I've been doing that, and then I afterwards I'm like, oh, I'm not as stressed and feel generally better. I'm like, this is a good thing that I should continue continue to do. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, do you what? try to exercise in the morning, or do you just do it whenever you can? 
Yeah, I mean, whenever. I, in an ideal world, I would do it in the mornings, but most of my team lives in Europe, so I like all of our stuff is concentrated in the mornings because like it's the only time we're all online. So I should do it like early afternoon is when I would like to do it ideally. Hell yeah. Um, I have been exercising three times this week. I've exercised in the mornings and it's utterly changed my life and I am better than you. I just want you, I just, <laughs> that's the, the main thing that I want to come out of that is that I'm better than anyone listening because I work out in the mornings now. So it's, I, are I'm we just a like, workout influencer podcast now? I think we are, that, we are very much a workout influencer podcast now. We yeah. should, that's where we should start shifting our entire, uh, oeuvre towards and then um also we could we should we should start a fabletics line but for just schlubby dudes uh-huh jimmy on, on that note i'm gonna actually i'm gonna stop you we do have uh, an ad here uh, flat tummy tea by me joe strix uh flat tummy tea if you drink this tea it gives you a flat tummy because it's a diuretic and it'll make you shit your pants drink my flat tummy tea by joe strix again it's just a diarrhea enhancer uh then- james back to you sorry <laughs> Now back to Schwitzing with Fabus. Yeah, and then in conjunction, in conjunction with the flat tummy tea, we can sell flat tummy tees, which are uh, are slimming T-shirts that have just pictures of other people's abs printed on right. them. Right, and they're also so then, a girdle. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, they they constrict for sure. But then there are also screen printed photos of of men's stomachs with better abs than you you can so pick from you can pick from john ham you can pick mm-hmm. chris pratt and guardians of the galaxy we mm-hmm. try to have them be guys who are also a little bit silly so that you're not mm-hmm. just putting on like you know colin farrell's abs or something like that but uh uh also we we are starting a line of those that machine where you stand in it and it just kind of jiggles you <laughs> <laughs> we are also our- selling what I'm calling Boston T-ball parties, which is a uh, T-ball <laughs> stand that has boxes of tea that you hit off of it. <laughs> I was already in at Boston T-ball parties. You didn't even have to finish it. That's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, excited for this new chapter of the podcast. <laughs> That's going to be very right, good. Uh, gabbing with Babish is dead. Long live Gabbing with Babish. Uh, <laughs> moving forward, as Johnny mentioned, we are schwitzing schwitzmamish. Uh, and and we're here to tell you how many times I can curl 20 pounds with each hand. Uh, and the answer is 20 times. <laughs> hey, 20 is pretty good. Probably it's not just, true. Uh, it would, it's it would just hurt. us like encouraging each other with mediocre accomplishments. <laughs> James, you ran three times this week? What are you, some kind of a god? Yeah, yeah. I'm basically a marathon runner. <laughs> Johnny, did you do 19? Did I hear correctly 19 total push-ups? Man, why don't you punch God in the face? Uh-huh. In <laughs> April, I did. One a day. <laughs> One push-up a day. <laughs> That's part of our wellness routine. It's like, start small. Do one push up a day for the rest of your life. <laughs> I, also, I also love, I know we're not fully through April, but I also love you being like, yeah, I did 19, one a day, skip the weekends. Like you just don't, you don't even, you, one a day for a month, but you don't even get that fully. Well, you need rest days. You can't be pushing yeah, your body. Yeah. That's how injury happens. It's very true. Yeah, no, you got to you allow time for your body to recover. As that's our previous, why, that's, and, why I, that's why I exclusively drink Gatorade Recover. No water, <laughs> just only only Gatorade drinks that are high in protein as well yeah. as sugar. 
I eat those. I only drink the. Uh, I only drink eating those Gatorade chews. <laughs> those Gatorade energy chews. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had a liquid enter my mouth in months. It's just the chews. Mm, my whole body hurts from working out. I have decided. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what? Uh, what about what have you guys been cooking to fuel your workouts? <laughs> Uh, I didn't cook shit this week. I've, I haven't cooked in like a month. I haven't like really cooked. I feel like in like a month. And honestly, that's okay. Pre-pandemic, this podcast, we didn't even have this section because it was an assumption <laughs> that none of us cooked. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we we had a decent week of meal prep last week. We had um, uh, like a chicken broccoli casserole with rice. Uh, Ooh, that sounds delicious. We had some uh previously frozen homemade chicken soup that we churched up a little bit and a couple other things and then this weekend kind of similar we ordered in a whole bunch uh, but today i made uh fried <clears throat> fried rice with my leftover rice from sushi and that was very delicious you're welcome for the Excellent. tip joey now i'm assuming you took the fish off the sushi and then said i'm saving this rice for tomorrow <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's great. And just I actually him, just him knocking off the rice on the outside of every every individual right. roll because because I'm gonna eat the paper today and then I'll eat the rice tomorrow. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two meals, <laughs> and then that's that's my like tutorial on sushi. Sushi's great because it really gives you two meals in one. At first, you eat the paper and then you eat the rice the next day. The fish is just there for you to brush off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as we it. all know fish is inedible <laughs> <laughs> they uh, wrap the paper in the fish sometimes just to keep the fi- the paper fresh yeah. <laughs> 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 um okay should we talk about uh binging with babish quentin sure. quarantino pulp yes, fiction the five dollar milkshake from pulp fiction Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we're taking a look at the $5 shake from Pulp Fiction, or I guess more importantly, how a milkshake could cost so much, when it is little more than the simple amalgamation of milk and ice cream. So we're going to make three sort of different levels of milkshake. Um, Pulp Fiction, our thoughts? Good movie. Yeah, good movie. I've never, I love uh, Quentin Tarantino. I've never sat down and watched... Uh, Pulp Fiction all the way through in a single viewing. That said, I'm I know that I've seen the entire movie, like right. probably multiple times, yeah, and right. I and I know all the famous, like I know everything from the movie, but right. I've never sat down and watched it straight through. It was the first that. Tarantino film I saw, and I remember liking Same. it. But it's been a very long time since I've seen it. We've talked about other Tarantino films on here, or maybe just Inglorious yeah. Bastards, perhaps. Which Inglorious Bastards I think is, is my favorite. favorite. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, we all agreed on that, and I, I still hold that to be true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Pulp Fiction, I might put it too. It's been so long that I don't feel confident saying that, but I really liked it, I remember. Same, because I need to rewatch that and Jackie Brown, probably. But, uh, yeah, Pulp Fiction, it's not... I think it's, like most things, it's, it's reality in, like, the zeitgeist is probably more in the middle of where people perceive it to be, where, like, it the diehard Pulp Fiction fans... Are, of which there are plenty, probably could calm down a little bit. But then there's this other faction of people who are like, anyone who says Pulp Fiction is the best is a fucking idiot. It's like, well, that's not. Oh, that's also not correct. It is like, yeah, a, 
objectively it's a very well-made film with like good dialogue and several iconic scenes like it's not but oh, it's almost say. like extreme opinions in either direction are bad <laughs> No, I don't think that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that I can't think be a... the lesson we take from today. Okay, uh, no, 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 no. It's that Joe you... just made the worst point I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I've made worse to your face on this very <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, all I say, Pulp Fiction, great, good, great, great movie. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, and he makes uh, a five... Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I have one more thing. Because in this clip that he showed of it, uh, he bleeped out the swears. Because there are uh, just a great many swears in Pulp Fiction. And it got me thinking about like when I used to watch movies like this on like TNT or TBS or something like that. And sometimes they would just like not... They would just like mute a word like a bad word but sometimes it would throw in like a filler adr word over it do you guys have any that stick out in your mind having seen like movies like that on tv like of like egregiously overdubbed like swear words in in movies um it's been it's honestly i feel like that's a a thing I haven't experienced in so long because it's like, I haven't had cable in almost a decade. So like, I don't watch movies on cable anymore. Sure. But I, I don't less so remembering the dubs and more so remembering the first time I watched. I, I probably went like a decade without seeing Goodfellas. The actual, I saw, I knew I'd right. seen Goodfellas, the original. And then I watched it on TV for a decade. Cause I was the, like, I didn't own it. And yeah. then, the shock the first time that I rewatched Goodfellas and was just like, Oh, I forgot. <laughs> this is what this movie is. Like just hearing the lang- the actual language and not like, cause there was just, it's also, it's not even the dubbing. They just chop out scenes in a lot of those movies where like, for sure, they just get rid of stuff. Cause they're like, yeah, you don't need, <laughs> and you're like, Oh, they- I forgot about that thing with the, yeah. Yeah. There are, there are whole sections. That was how I first experienced weirdly the original Kings of comedy <laughs> where like, they're like whole chunks of really? Bernie, straight up whole chunks of Bernie Mac's act are cut out, and then I watched it years later when it was on like Netflix or something, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that joke was," because there were parts of it where it was like just choppy editing on the Comedy Central like edit of it, and then yeah, the the actual version. You mean they is... chopped out they they chopped out some of a bitch. <laughs> he was allowed two some of a bitches, which meant that he had to lose half of his act. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> In that one, he was scared of them. <laughs> I know that's not the same thing, but it's fun. No, it is funny to imagine him doing it <laughs> in, in front of a giant stadium in Charlotte. The one that the <laughs> one that came to mind for me was when, and this is, I think, one of the more famous ones is in um, Lebowski. Uh, in certain edits big. that they showed of it on the big Lebowski. Sorry, let me yeah. clarify. Not a, not any of the other sized Lebowskis. The big one. Uh, there's an edit of it where when Walter's saying, this is what happens, Larry, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass and he's beating the car up with his golf club. In the TV edit, he goes, "This is what, you see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> That's a fun one. Anyway. That adds, that adds an entire subplot to that movie that I, <laughs> right. could, could be an entire other Coen Brothers movie. And it was... All this to say, getting back to the clip that was shown, I think bleeping should be the norm. 
just bleep the words out. The bleep is funnier to me, or at least more effective in conveying what the scene was probably going for than either muting it entirely or trying to ha- have a word, like trying to replace the word fuck with love. Yeah. Or like in uh, in another Tarantino one in Kill Bill, he goes, I'm, my name's Buck and I'm here to fuck. But in the edit, they go, I'm here to party. <laughs> I kind of like party better. Party, <laughs> party is objectively funnier i'm fine and, with it yeah i like it because it because like it would be so funny if it was a tar- if like that was the one time that tarantino showed restraint in his dialogue where it's like it's a movie filled with fucks and shits and motherfuckers and then, yeah and then he goes, my name's buck and i'm here to party uh, well i would <laughs> say I would say it becomes Buck has like a cross on. You're like, oh, Buck. <laughs> Buck actually seems like a pretty reason. <laughs> oh, God. My 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 edit would then be that you can dub fuck with party, but then you have to also dub Buck with Marty. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving anyway. the VO people the work, and you're like, wait, why are we doing this? You're like, he has an idea. Just can you guys stop asking questions when I give you stuff to do? They made me director of the station dubs for a reason, all right? Anyway. Uh-huh. And you go and I go, listen, just go with it. I got a text from him the other day that said, What if we called TED Talks Theodore Discussions? <laughs> well, that's if they're longer. And, oh, sure, and sure, a, sure. And there's a QA part. A yeah, TED Talk say, is, there would have to be there would have to be some back and forth, otherwise it's not a discussion. A TED Talk is fifteen to twenty minutes, right? A Theodore discussion is an hour long QA session <laughs> with Noam Chomsky. <laughs> I did. I got that text from you, and I thought it was funny, and then I forgot about it. It was not an intentional ignore. It's okay. It it, it can be intentional. <laughs> it got exactly what it deserved, <laughs> which is to say nothing in the group chat. Which yeah. is, we both we looked at it. We both bled a little air out of our nose, and then we didn't talk about it ever again. <laughs> because I think it, it it was Friday night, so we were all in our cups or very tired, which is which are both fine. Anyway. Um, uh, should we talk about the $5 milkshake from, uh, Pulp Fiction? Sure. Uh, it's a reference. You don't actually, I mean, well, actually you do see the milkshake, but it's just, he says it's milk and ice cream. So it's a pretty basic milkshake. Uh, in general, uh, milkshakes, delightful. We love them. Also, yeah, they're, I mean, they're wonderful. Also, John Travolta's, what a cheapskate, right? Just... What a, yeah, what a bitch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's God, upset he about be, a five dollar milkshake in nineteen ninety four. So annoying splitting the bill. Right, but I mean, yeah, I, I guess that's a little bit. <laughs> the other, the other thing is though, this is this is nineteen ninety four John Travolta. This is John Travolta in the midst of a, of a comeback, a and b in the throes of Scientology. What's five dollars to a billion year contract? Get he's like, whoa, whoa get- this milkshake is five dollars, and it doesn't get you into the next level of anything. <laughs> I bet uh, if we have any cowards who are Scientologists, uh, A, uh, c- come get us, you fucking coward. But B, uh, I was fascinated to see which direction you were going with this. <laughs> but B, I'm going the other way. I want to join. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> sure. just like, listen. Do- binging with binging with Babish is staunchly anti-Scientology, but schwitzing with Travish is a <laughs> very pro. Because we're, because we're involved in several ML, MLMs ourselves, yeah, we love Scientology. Because we're going to be, hawking, be hawking so many products on Schwitzing. We really, I think, should start to ingratiate ourselves with the Scientology community. <laughs> but what I was going to ask is, uh, do, yeah, do, do Scientologists apply that same 
like level level up logic to the rest of their lives <laughs> like like if there's no if there's no additional level to gain in any transaction do you just let it go <laughs> like this does it how could how do okay but how do i win the, well you're just shopping you don't have to win shopping. <laughs> yeah, you know there's nothing there's nothing more you just but what's the jacket. next level but what how do i get to the next level of it <laughs> James, as the person who has declared yourself the most like Scientologists on this podcast, answer Joe's question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the answer is, yeah, sometimes you just need to buy shirts, you know, and, and pants. <laughs> and now I desperately want a milkshake. And I don't care if it gets thetans out of my body or whatever dumb shit they believe in. We're actually going to uh, pause morons. for another ad. Uh, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Schwitching Schmabish Milkshakes. They do get the thetans out of your body. Uh, back to the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, now that we've earned our cash, um, first milkshake he makes. He makes three milkshakes. First one is a classic vanilla milkshake, which looks fine. I, I'm not gonna. Wonderful. I'm not gonna hate on a vanilla milk. It's, I would it's uh, simplicity perfected. Chug that shit down so fast. Needs to be a good vanilla, obviously. Um, yeah, but it looks good. He, you did get upset with the addition of a maraschino cherry on top. There doesn't need not? to be anything on top of a milkshake. Nothing. No whipped cream, no nothing. Get it out of here. What about like a slice of cake and some whipped cream and some candy that and a whole oh, Twix? I hate. I ha- oh god, I hate. <laughs> I fucking hate black tap. I'll say this: just I feel the I think, stupidity of the people who need that is just. I don't need it, but if it's there, I'll eat it. But what whatever. I'm what I'm getting at is, I feel like the concept of a cherry on top, if it feels very depression era, like. Like at the, at a time when just the concept of any any potential treat was scarce, like th- th- coming out of that, people were like, "Oh, but we have the mo- we have the vast wealth to put a cherry on top of this this otherwise <laughs> porridgey dessert," and people were like, "That's the that's the peak. That's the pinnacle." Yeah, I, I don't yeah. mind a cherry on top. Uh, he's using Luxardo cherries here, which are like fancy maraschino cherries, which are actually quite delicious. So I have no problem with this. But if you're having a really good vanilla milkshake and then you get that flavor in there, it doesn't belong. I will give no, you that. Correct. Yeah. It just doesn't. I don't need it. It's not necessary. Um, I fucking love. Ma- I used to love making milkshakes. Uh, chubby, chubby teenage Jimmy Nicks used to used to make peanut butter milkshakes on the regular. And a peanut butter milkshake, I submit, is the king of milkshakes. It's so goddamn delicious. I wore out my parents' blender <laughs> making them <laughs> because I made the mistake of putting the peanut butter in first, and that just locked up the blades, just, and then, the, yeah. and then the, the little spinny thing uh, <laughs> destroyed itself. So that was fun. Uh, Do you have a chocolate component God. in this, or is it a peanut butter and vanilla type of thing? Peanut butter and vanilla, so it's just it, the the main flavor is peanut butter. It's so yeah. good. It's just peanut. Yeah, it's just it's the same thing he made just with a scoop of peanut butter thrown in. It's wonderful. Sounds great. You turn sounds you, fantastic. You turn the, the blade of the the blender into Artax in the swamp of sadness, where it's just very <laughs> sad and dying. Anyway, I like a milkshake that is much less milk than ice cream. If you just blend the milkshake for long enough, it gets the right consistency, and I think that it's a little bit. Sometimes a milkshake yeah, can have too much milk in it. Is my only oh uh, yeah for, for sure. sure. It needs he, to be th- milkshakes need to be thick. He said two to right. one milk to milk to shake, which I thought was uh, egregious. I think that's a bad ratio. Like the yeah the best the best milkshakes are like just past a blizzard in consistency. You can't right. 
they're closer to yes. Yes. yes you yes. can't turn I yeah agree. you can't turn them upside down and they do flow it, you know what a, a really good you need a my, you need a good straw yeah so almost you need almost a good straw a, um, frosty. a frosty a frosty is like almost the perfect milkshake yeah. consistency Absolutely. I do think it's a little bit strange that he chose Pulp Fiction for this instead of what I think would have been a more obvious choice, which is there will be blood. Yes. Ooh. It should have been it should have been the scene where he talks about a milkshake and then beats that man to death with a bowling pin. That and, that, and, the, and what a great moment to introduce his girlfriend by then exactly. pseudo beating her with a bowling exactly. pin. Drain it, Eli. He's screaming. Drain He's screaming at his girlfriend. This I'm is so my girlfriend, sorry. Daniel Plainview, and this is her son, H.W. Plainview. <laughs> her son and partner. <laughs> yes, and partner. I'm so sorry. He's a family man. That is, that is certainly the more iconic milkshake reference in a movie. If I say more right, milkshake, so milkshake man, you'll agree. Sorry. Uh, he makes the second milkshake, which is uh, he makes his own ice cream. Uh, yep. And then he makes a super, super expensive one that has like gold leaf and uses the most expensive. Uh, what what liquor was it? It was. He uses Louis the Thirteenth, which Louis is a cognac. Is a cognac which right. Is, yeah, I, a cognac milkshake that... doesn't sound as good. He makes a bourbon milkshake second, which does sound pretty good. I'd still prefer a regular milkshake. I think. Yeah, there's no there's no need to I don't need mix booze, booze and a... dairy. Just doesn't. What, do, does that apply to eggnog? I feel like you're a staunch eggnog booze. Oh no, that wasn't. Yeah, no, you know eggnog, we're eggnog no. haters. <laughs> I enjoy no, and I my eggnog. You can keep it virgin, virgin when I have my eggnog. It's fine, and I have my one my one cup a year of eggnog, and then I go. That's enough. Moving on. <laughs> I I have something. Have you guys ever had cognac? Yes. Yeah, but not frequently. It's not. It's not yeah. in my repertoire. I've had it maybe once or twice. I think I, I think I don't like it, but no, I don't. It's not very good. Oh, yeah. I don't know about okay. that. I think it's nice in the right thing. Um, it needs isn't to be Hennessy... near a roaring fire. <laughs> oh, it's a type of brandy, and then okay, so Hennessy is not necessarily cognac, but it's brandy. I don't mind Hennessy. I've had Hennessy. I like Hennessy. I do not care for Hennessy. I had it mixed with stuff though. I don't oh, drink is it. Oh, is it cognac? Yeah, Hennessy is cognac. Yeah. I don't care for Hennessy. Well, I can't remember. It was some. It was something when I was like nineteen and in Canada with friends, and someone showed up with Hennessy, and we were like mixing it with God knows what <laughs> Hennessy and Sprite or or, yeah. or something. And you're just like Whoa. Hennessy and insanity because again, there's a we're variation in Canada. Yeah, there's a variation on a like grasshopper, which is a fun novelty drink to drink that uses cognac in it. That's quite nice. I'm looking it that's up. That's all I got. Pass. Uh, yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, I, the bottle for this Louis the Thirteenth cognac looks pretty cool. Oh, it looks crazy. It, oh yeah, that was wild. The like opening the two panels that was nuts. The little decanter. Uh, and then should we talk about the? Because he bases the very very expensive one off of the uh, Serendipity Three milkshake. Right, which is also a fun film that he could have done. Serendipity. <laughs> yeah, he loses a glove. <laughs> it's uh, the Serendipity Three milkshake is served in a glass covered in Swarovski crystals. It's made with Jersey milk, which is from cows originally b- bred in the Channel Islands, which are popular for their high butter fat content. Tahitian vanilla ice cream, Devonshire luxury clotted cream. Madagascar vanilla beans, 23 karat edible gold, which 
can't be said enough is the stupidest, stupidest yeah. thing. Yeah, stupidest thing carrot is... to have gold. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That's what uh, you're going with. The only part of this that I that I am even remotely intrigued by is the Lacrimose Baldizzone, which is the donkey caramel sauce, because uh, it's. For for something to be called donkey caramel sauce and not be a Guy Fieri product, I is was just I, yeah, right? crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, good for Guy Fieri for branching off into the <laughs> into, <laughs> into the, the high end caramel sauce. Yeah. <laughs> he has donkey sauce, but this is very good. Uh, we just finished watching Tournament of Champions on the Food Network, which I highly recommend. It's like a Top Chef. Uh, there's a lot of Top Chef chefs on it. Uh, it was very an entertaining watch. I haven't watched a Food Network show in years, and this one was fantastic. Can can I recommend next doing both uh, Restaurant Impossible and Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives back to back? You had me at you had me at recommend. <laughs> oh, you're easy then. I'll recommend more bullshit to you soon. <laughs> are you Joey uh, James? Uh, tune out for thirty seconds. Are you officially done with Survivor now? <sighs> no, we've been taking our time with Winners at War. Uh, we're the final season. Three- Three or four episodes in, but yes. Uh, I shouldn't we... say final. They'll make another one. Just the last <laughs> But the the final, I, I would consider it the final for this part of the journey where like yeah, what, we watched 40 scenes of, of a daunting thing uh, to get us through the bad times. Um, hey, yeah, that's going to be a wild story when like you tell your grandkids about COVID and you said, we watched 40 <laughs> seasons of the show called Survivor. <laughs> there that's used wild. to be a t- 40 <laughs> seasons. <laughs> Jeff, well, it'll still be on, and Jeff Probst will still be hosting. But oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a ball of Botox at that point. <laughs> Once again, immunity is back up for grabs. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I gotta go to dinner in three minutes. Do we want any other final thoughts? I feel good. Yeah, I feel pretty solid. Uh, it was a good episode. I want a milkshake now, which is guaranteed to make me go to the bathroom. Even though I, but. Kind of makes me want it more. I don't know. Here's the don't thing: ask. get to, a milkshake to tonight. Uh, all food makes you go to the bathroom, so that's a great oh, wow. way to look at it. That's a very good point. We yeah. all die too. Yeah, exactly. So, like, okay. why not? Why not go to the bathroom more and die sooner? All right, cow- cowards. I need to know: uh, Would you buy shirts that say "All food makes you go to the bathroom"? <laughs> <laughs> we'll make shirts. We'll put them on our Patreon. That exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two we'll things that there. exist. Two, three things that exist. Our shirts, our Patreon, and our multi-level marketing scheme uh, that Shooting is also Travis. a fitness podcast. Yeah. That's right. They landed the plane. Truly did. Yay! If you like the podcast, uh, you want to uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we're at Kevin Fabish on Twitter, Kevin Fabish on Instagram. And if you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, or ideas for our MLM that we're launching, uh, send that to GavinFabish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. I drink your milkshake.